when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I'm Sandra Davidson. I'm Anita Rao, and we're really excited to be back in the studio live tonight. And we are actually gearing up for our first wedding of the year this weekend. Um, and I'm one of the bridesmaids. And Sandra and I have been thinking a lot about how this is a big wedding year. A lot of our friends from college are starting to tie the knot. And we've been thinking a lot about weddings and about bridesmaids in particular. I've only been a bridesmaid once before. It was for my sister's wedding. And it was really chill. We, like, gave everyone their saris. We had a bachelorette party at a beach house and went to bed at, like, 9 p.m., had, like, one glass of wine and brownies. <laughs> it was very chill, but I know that many other experiences are not quite like that. Um, so we sort of want to explore all of those today. And you've had some years have spanned. Years. Gamut. Well, mean, years. Years. <laughs> I have been a bridesmaid. I was thinking about this today. Four times. Mm-hmm. Four times, four bridesmaid dresses, uh, four yeah, very different experiences. The second most recent one that I was in went on a bachelorette party and um, it was kind of, it was kind of wild. Yeah. You know, people were getting sick left and right and it was a, a quite a trip. But then, you know, the other ones are just very, very calm and not like that at all. So things really run the gamut. And I will say... Speaking of wedding season, yes, this is our very first one this season, but I have, how many do I have on my calendar? Really, I have, I think I have six so far hmm. this year. I will be gone six weekends of the year going to weddings, which I'm thrilled about. <laughs> I am, but I'm traveling all over the country going to weddings this year, and I think it's only going to pick up for the next few years. So I agree. I have a lot of questions about this kind of thing. I do too. Which leads me to... <laughs> Our most fabulous guest, who we are so thrilled to welcome to the studio, our dear friend, Anna Fagan, who is both a veteran bridesmaid and a veteran wedding attendee. Anna, welcome to She and Her. Hey, y'all. What an intro. (laughs) Honestly, never did I expect for my first appearance on She and Her to be about weddings, but (laughs) I think if anyone knows me, they are very well aware of... It's a constant topic of conversation in my life, um, for better or for worse. And I did not mean that as a pun, but yes, I did. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, we were trying to book this show with you, and you sent us – you had two weekends, like, this whole summer where you weren't traveling. And I feel like 80% of the dates you said you were traveling were for weddings. 
That is pretty accurate, unfortunately. <laughs> and no, I'm obviously, I think I'm similar to Sandra and what you said. It's, we're in the thick of it. Our friends are getting married left and right. Um, I think I am experiencing it more than most, strictly because I've been doing this for a long time with the <laughs> fact that I'm from a small town. So a lot of my best girlfriends started getting married very early mm. in their life um, that, honestly, if the, I was told all of your girlfriends from home are going to be engaged or married already, but also some divorce. Let's say that right now. I am 26, <laughs> but that is a truth. That's a reality. It is a reality, which honestly, like, I think that's important as a female friend is you're there no matter what. Hmm. And um, I started, I was first a bridesmaid, I think, when I was 21, potentially. So being from a small town, as I said, a lot of people started getting married young. And then I was in my first wedding at 21. I'm from a small town as well. Yeah, obviously, Sandra and I have a lot in common with this. And I think now with the college friends starting to pick up, um, it's only getting crazier. But I love how it is Definitely. We're in the height of wedding season. <laughs> but it's different down here because we both for lived sure. in New York for a while. And when I was there, I always felt super young. No matter what I was doing, mm-hmm. I felt very young. But mm-hmm. most of my most of my colleagues were 28, 29, 30, 31. And only toward the very end of my time there when they were all like bordering on 30, 31, were they beginning to get engaged even, right. let alone get married. And I feel like here it feels very much like 26 27 is the norm even for me i still feel like wait what like we're mm-hmm. too young for this like i even though we are 27 like i still you know and maybe maybe it's being in new york for a while or maybe it's just you never feel your age at your age yeah and i think i mean i was that was what was really complicated for me when we did live in new york is i totally fell a fish out of water in both circumstances mm-hmm. so in new york I very much just personally um, associate myself more with those that are getting married later in life. And I'm pretty confident that I'm going to get married later in life as well, unless something crazy happens in the next um, couple of months. But couple of months? (laughs) Or (laughs) it happens. (laughs) Well, that's the thing. It does happen. I I joke about it because (laughs) everyone is very well aware that one of my best friends, and I love her to death, but she got engaged after two months. And she's our age. Mm. Um, but I think when I was in New York, I very much felt closer with the philosophy of the 30-somethings and mm-hmm. getting married. And also it was less of a, an affair. It was more mm-hmm. of, you know, this is what I'm doing. Yes. This is how I'm living my life. Less, And there was not as much talk and conversation around it, whereas – juxtapose that with my best friends from home who I obviously was still very close with and I love dearly and that's all they wanted to talk about Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so I was having to fight this constant battle of how do I personally feel how am I being supportive enough but also the reality is this is not something that I associate with Mm -hmm. Um, which was really interesting and then you know, after moving back to North Carolina, I I work with a lot of young people mm-hmm. at my current agency, and 
it is a daily topic of conversation. Mm. Oh, I believe it. I believe it. It blew my mind. And I can obviously have that conversation, hence why I'm here today, because I have been a bridesmaid many times. But it's one of these it's one of these situations where you want to not com- seem completely off putting and you do want to share. You just want to be true to yourself at right. the end of the day. Yeah. And it's a hard honestly, I've finding that balance is always been really interesting because it's not that big of a deal to me, but I care about it because my friends care about it. Yeah, totally, totally. And we're later in the show. We we have a bunch of questions and scenarios that we want to pose to you. Sort of like, have you reflect on these issues that a lot of people have experienced as bridesmaids, myself included? Like there are costs, like financial costs to being a bridesmaids. There are there's time investment, and you know, even if you like you were talking about being in New York and being a bridesmaids from a distance to your friends back in North Carolina. I mean, that in and of itself, there's a certain level of like, oh my God, am I doing enough? Mm-hmm. Like, There was a lot of complications with that. I believe it. And I definitely experienced growing pains because of it. One of the things, I mean, we were 22 mm-hmm. when we moved to New York City. And as a 22-year-old trying to cut it in New York, I mean, there's a hustle that you already have to dedicate a lot of time and money to getting a job, getting a job that you somewhat enjoy, Mm -hmm. um, being surrounded by people that you feel comfortable with. So that was where my focuses were. But the reality, I had very dear friends of mine that had expectations of where my focuses should have been, Mm -hmm. and that was back home. Mm -hmm. And I failed. Yeah. I failed early because of that and I because I had to figure out okay what's important to me which was being able to pay rent at the time yeah but also knowing that what was really important to like my best friend in life was Mm. me being present for all of her wedding festivities Mm -hmm. which are a lot and that also meant being present in North Carolina which required additional plane tickets right to be in attendance. So, how many weddings have you been a bridesmaid in? A bridesmaid? I was, you know, same thing with you when you were like, oh, I was trying to put it together today. I was thinking about it, and I think six or seven. I might have eight. <laughs> oh my God, and you're 26. 26. You're 26. I think it's that much. Um, some have been also various roles. Yeah. So, sure. not necessarily a bridesmaid, like standing up front, but being kind of the master of ceremonies. Right. Or, making sure everything was ran accordingly. <laughs> because there are always different places for you to plug in a friend. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which is fascinating. I know it very well. It is. <laughs> it is. It's, I mean, and being from the South, like, and talking about these sorts of, Anna and I have talked about it before because, I mean, this has been a large part of your life since you graduated from college. But I think that people have a really hard time, like, drawing the line. Mm-hmm. So I have been in weddings where there are I want to say 12 or 13 bridesmaids oh up to 12 or 13 <laughs> true story like very true story in it well let's okay I'm curious to talk about that for a second sort of the symbolic um the symbolic nature of being a bridesmaid what does because, it mean? Yes. yeah because I feel like growing up so it's like I grew up with 
like three best friends. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was something that like we would say as a way of expressing our depth of friendship was like, you know, in high school when you're 14 or 15, like – I love you so much. You're my best friend. Like, you're definitely going to be one of my bridesmaids. Like, you're thinking about that. <laughs> right. There's a symbolic value attached to that way before you have any idea that you'd ever get married or who you'd get married, you know? Right. And so it's like, what is that? What do y'all feel like that represents? represents and how has that evolved for you as you've grown up? And because now we have close friends from various stages of our lives. And so it's like... You can't. You can't have I mean, 13. The, or I guess you could. The most recent wedding that I was in is from a friend of mine that I have known since I was three years old. And we went to preschool together. Like, we grew up together. We grew apart after, honestly, towards late high school, we started really doing different things. And But every time we would see each other over Christmas break or something like that through college, we it was always like you are picking up where you were left mm-hmm. off. And I was a bridesmaid in her wedding. And I think to some people, it might be like, that's surprising. Mm -hmm. Like, you guys don't really talk on a daily basis or anything like that. But there was that symbolic, like, significance of our relationship having started so young, our families having a really strong connection. And, you know, that was important to her. And that was, I mean, I felt honored to be asked because I knew, I understood why it was. Mm -hmm. Well, it's interesting Anita, that you were talking about your three best friends, very similar situation for me. What I mean, I I don't understand why the rhetoric is for young girls to already be mm-hmm. placing such emphasis on getting married. Mm-hmm. And you know, obviously, growing up in the South, I've always I've always been able to naively attribute it to oh, it's just a Southern thing, like. People, like you said, people get married such younger or at such a younger age down here. But my three best friends from home, very similarly, all have said that we're all going to be in each other's weddings. And there's two that we've gone through. There's two of us left. <laughs> you stragglers. Yeah. At one point, I'm very confident. I'm not going to have any bridesmaids. I was going to. You have told me that before. Yeah. Huh? And so I will have to tell them, and this could be the time right now. <laughs> the big reveal. Yeah, the big reveal. Um, it's not something – I don't know if I can place value on friendship in that regard. Mm-hmm. And even recently something has happened that's kind of – someone asked me very boldly, Anna, if you were to – like have a wedding within the next year or something like that, who would you have as bridesmaids? And I first was very confidently like, actually, I probably won't have any. If I have any, it would be my cousin, Alice. And I was the maid of honor of her wedding last year. Um, And that's just because of a – that's how our family is. And I think I would like it to be more of a private affair. But – then they push back and was like, no, 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 no. Like, if you really were to count, how many would you have? And I counted up to 20 girls I would want. And then that seemed like the most ridiculous thought process right. was yes. to have 20 different women standing <laughs> yeah, you there. Can. <laughs> right. So like, then that's a circus. So, okay. So let's, let's turn that on its head then. So what do you feel in your experience? You've been a bridesmaid on many, many occasions. What do you feel like? A bride expects from the bridesmaid. Oh, there's no telling. 
It's, I think it's, <laughs> I, honestly, I think it's all going to be dependent on the bride. But there is an expectation there. You know, um, recently, this was a wedding I went to in early May. And it was the first one, honestly, that I have of this year. Mm-hmm. So I have 13 total. <laughs> no, I was invited to 13. I'm going to probably go to 9 or 10. But I wasn't a bridesmaid, but she wanted me to come on the bachelorette party. <laughs> That's a thing, too. Mm-hmm. That's a thing. Yeah, that totally is. And But I wasn't technically a bridesmaid, but I was still invited to the bachelorette party. And She only had two bridesmaids, a cousin and her best friend growing up. And it was the two of them. They were thick as thieves. They were – it was a very small wedding party. But the bachelorette party was the same weekend as Carolina's final four oh. run. Oh, my God. I remember this. Exactly. In Houston, Texas. This was the craziest thing. Y'all need to know at this moment that Anna comes from die hard Carolina fans like season ticket football season ticket basketball yeah so it obviously was a very big deal for my family and we we all have never gone to like a final four game together my brother's been my cousin's been but there was never an opportunity for everyone to be able to go to like a a game or a national championship game together and this was the first one and it seemed pretty reasonable and feasible for all of us to get to, except I had a bachelorette party that I wasn't even a bridesmaid for the same weekend. So first what I had to do was gauge what the bride's expectations were for my attendance. So when you're talking about like a bride's expectation, it runs the gambit because you quite frankly never know what kind of bride they are until they're put in these situations and scenarios. And so I called her just to ask her about the party because also it's, you know, I understand it's it's basketball. You can't prepare for being in the final four. Right. So we I never prepared for potentially having to go or wanting to go to this game. And so the week after it's announced or we win, we're now in the final four. It's going to be Saturday night. The national championship would be Monday night. I call her the week before and just ask her about the weekend and what that, what our plans were, what it's going to look like. Putting feelers out. Putting feelers out. Like no other. And it was very clear within that conversation that I had to be there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, so you. I chose to be there. And what I did was I told her, okay, I'm going to miss the final four game, which we played Syracuse, and asked very kindly if there was any way the Saturday night, like two hours, I could be at a bar to watch us play Syracuse. <laughs> a fair compromise, to say the least. <laughs> right. And if we won, I had a flight booked out of Raleigh, like 9 a.m., going to Houston on Sunday to make the Monday night game to be able to join my family. That is a that's a sacrifice. It is. That is a sacrifice. And the bachelorette party, you're talking about yeah. what your sisters was like. It was extremely calm, chill, oh. very low key. So you could make that 9 a.m. flight. <laughs> I could make that 9 a.m. flight fine. And she was completely understanding about me leaving on Sunday morning versus. Because who wouldn't be? 
not leaving on Friday. We won't get into whether or not you regret taking that flight. (laughs) Right. And that is something that's a longer story probably. (laughs) All right. Well, when we come back, we're going to take a little bit break. But when we come back, we have more questions for you. And stay tuned, folks. Stay tuned. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Okay, we are back with our conversation about bridesmaids, and we are going to move into a rapid-fire advice section in which we pose a nightmare scenario to Anna, and we make her give us advice. Just the first thing that comes to your mind, and we're going to pretend like we're really in, we're in bridesmaid crisis mode right now, so <laughs> you just got to be think on your toes here. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, okay, so I'm a bridesmaid. I'm really hustling to make ends meet. I've already gone to a bridal shower and a bachelorette party and I've spent just way too much money and I just can't afford it and the dress is $600 and I still have to get them a gift and money's really racking up. What should I do? I say say no. Say no to what? (laughs) I think it's come to a place where it is affecting your livelihood so much. You're going to hold this against your friend forever Mm. and it's not worth it. The $600 dress is a nightmare. Wow. That in and of itself. (laughs) This is like my coworker today said she literally, she did a $600 tailored dress that she had to get and it still didn't fit. Wow. Like she had to pay, yeah, she did $600. So what I honestly, I would very frankly have the conversation with the bride. Yes, it's a wedding and yes, this, your friend who's getting married most likely thinks this is the best day of their life but they've asked you to be a part of it and that means there's a two-way street there Mm. and you do have the ability to have the conversation Mm -hmm. especially when it is affecting your life i would never want something like that to ruin a friendship Mm -hmm. when it's so that's so trivial at the end of the day what i found has been helpful for me to get a ballpark figure from the bride and mm. as very subtle questions mm-hmm. at the beginning 
of what? Just get it out of the way. Yeah, like, is this going to be a bachelorette party? Is it going to be a destination bachelorette party? Or mm-hmm. is it going to be a trip to a friend's mountain house? Very mm-hmm. different experiences. Say you decided in another universe that you were going to have bridesmaids. Would right. you ever ask them what it, the budget should be for the dress? Wow, that's a good idea. I think... I think that there is a taboo about this mm-hmm. and discussing and having these conversations with the bride because there is the entire talk of bridezilla potentially coming out or happening. But I think in all situations, what at the end of the day, what's most important is just like a basic sense of honesty. Yeah. Of understanding where each other is coming from. And it might be awkward for Mm -hmm. to a degree but it's a choice and I I, at the age when I when I was 22 and I mean when my best friend got married I really think if I was to do it over again I would have declined okay which leads to my question (laughs) like can you say no yeah no to being a bridesmaid at all like hi Anita you're really important to me. <laughs> Role play. I have a very important life event. I'm getting married. I would be honored for you to join me on my wedding day as a bridesmaid. I cannot imagine saying no to that, but well, yeah, I can't. Well, because Sandra. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, no even Sandra. in a hypothetical. I mean, I guess unless it was someone with whom I was like, in my mind, I'm like, I'm going to be your 13th bridesmaid. Like, Fair. and I know that I can't make it. Mm-hmm. But I can't really imagine saying no. I mean, have you ever said no? No. I didn't think so. No. <laughs> but I also, I was asked to be in a groom's party, and I said no. And it was a very casual ask, sure. but um, I was very good close with five guys from college, and one is getting married, and he's having all of those guys be his groomsmen. Mm. And I think he felt like he needed to, to, say, to, sure, to sure. extend the invitation to me. Because I was very much like a part of their group yeah. too, and I love the fact that he's like going anti-gender roles. Yeah, yeah. and what I've seen it. As I've well. seen it too. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm, it's not that I'm against it. I mean, but what he said is like you can stand up and wear a black dress while they're wearing tuxes. Uh huh. But I said I just didn't think it, it was the like the right place for me. Um, I framed. It. It what was, are you going to do? Administer the ceremony, <laughs> right? Yeah, I'm the officiant now. <laughs> no, I don't I know. I think I needed more central role. <laughs> <laughs> Can I actually be the bride? <laughs> okay, but you know what? This reminds me. This brings up a situation. We're going to bring gender just to the center of this conversation for a second. So I was at a wedding recently, and the um, bouquet toss was about to be happening, and oh, people yeah. were freaking out about getting me and the person next to me to go like be on the stage and both of us were like no like we feel very uncomfortable doing that like we don't I hide know, in the bathroom like, every I don't like that I don't like that <laughs> tradition I don't want to be a part of that and it was this really awkward thing when then people were like come on come on and I was like how do you I mean there are obviously a lot of very gendered aspects of weddings some mm-hmm. that you know I feel more comfortable with than others but that was something where it was like you know I can ex- respect someone's decision to do whatever they want in their wedding and how gender manifests itself but that's something where it's like mm-hmm. no this is about me actively participating in something that makes me really uncomfortable right what do we do about those parts of weddings just hide in the bathroom I hide in the bathroom do you I, do how do you know but it didn't I didn't know it was going to happen it just, right. it just happened I think I'm acutely aware of the situation <laughs> you're like really no I know exactly well it's <laughs> It's always interesting because why 
is it this ex- – it's so uncomfortable to me. And I'm also, like you said, like I'm ardently opposed to – I'm not trying to get – wiped up tomorrow like <laughs> right and all, like a bouquet i love weddings where they don't have one yeah which like a lot of brides choose not to like yes. do it and not to be a part of the theatrics but it's always like girls who are engaged or already right. married yeah or older females and women and it's this very odd tradition of Okay, you caught the bouquet. Guess what? You're gonna now dance with the guy that's right. Yeah. Caught okay. The garter. And we're back to She and Her, our Bridesmaid Edition episode. And we're about to close things out, but I wanted to know, Anna, if you had any final reflections on our conversation. You know, I think it's one thing that has plagued me a lot. And I go back and forth because I'm not exactly the most, um, I don't know how you should say it, but girliest of girls when it comes to these things. But I recognize that a lot of people accept and think of weddings in various ways Mm -hmm. and if you really care about this person it's important to give them what they want out of their quote-unquote day Mm -hmm. and honestly just to be supportive which I think that's what a friend is like you are a support system and also you're supportive through it all whether the craziness and also the potential what might turn into a divorce. <laughs> a divorce. <laughs> a D-I-V-O-R-C. The actual D word. <laughs> We're going to do a whole millennial divorce episode. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned for that. <laughs> <laughs> In exactly a year and a half. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, well, do you have any final reflections, Sandra? I mean, I would, I would agree with that. I think it's really, it's a case-by-case basis sort of thing. It's easier after you've done it a couple of times to be able to say, this is what's possible for me and Mm -hmm. say it in a way that is respectful and still honors how significant the day is for your friend. And I mean, just like everything in life, it's always a learning experience. (laughs) And I guarantee you, you're going to leave any situation like that with a new set of stories. So just that's always (laughs) the perspective. Write down those stories. Yeah. How about you, Anita? Well, I was just thinking about how this all comes full circle because a wedding this weekend is actually of um, the dear friend of ours who inspired episode number three of She and Her, the marital naming episode. And she, I hope I'm not revealing too much, but she has made the decision to take her partner's last name. Oh, my gosh. I didn't know that. I didn't know either. She and Her comes full circle. um, But I'm actually really thrilled to be her bridesmaid. She's been, like, the opposite of Bridezilla, just, like, so graceful, so... Sometimes it can really be an honor to yeah. celebrate someone who's just like a really wonderful human being. And I think that's the balance. Exactly. Of it. That you're going to have the times that where you experience a bridezilla, but then you have the most loveliest weddings yeah. and you look at your friend and you're like, you're such a gracious person. Yes. And I love the fact that I was invited to be a part of this experience. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that makes it worth it. Yes. 
Well, thank you for joining us tonight, Anna. Thank you. We'd love to have you on to talk all kinds of other things <laughs> at some point. You're a sports oh, expert, thanks, among other things. But <laughs> a sports expert. But we wow. appreciated your veteran bridesmaid um, advice. And I'm going to put that on my Please business card. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe my Twitter handle. I can't Both. decide. Resume, <laughs> LinkedIn. After the show, can you teach me how to tweet while we're at it? Obviously. Okay, good. <laughs> all right, y'all. She and her is recorded in the studios of WHUP in Dallas downtown hillsboro on thursdays you can find us on facebook twitter and instagram and subscribe to us on itunes yep and write us a review anna anna has not done it but she will i will i will anita's giving me the eyes (laughs) she will and so will all (laughs) (laughs) thanks for listening you guys Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.